episode of Taylor Trash Fly Fishing, episode number 36. Six. There we go. Yeah. We're uh, almost to full strength. It's uh, a little bit of Friendsgiving this evening. It was. It and, was. Uh, Delicious. We, uh, yes, it was. We're, we're, we're honing our skills um, on the Traeger, getting ready for Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. So... Uh, did the first bird on the Traeger this evening with some uh, stuffing and some potato bombs, which uh, turned out fairly well. Were the bomb. Yeah. I was say, they, they, were, they were the bomb.com, baby. So uh, the missing voice is Carl. Um, we're not quite sure where Carl is, but God bless him. We love him, and we <laughs> hope he's okay. Um, we're, we're, we're not quite sure what happened there. Uh, he could have thought we meant... Uh, the other Saturday, not this Saturday. <laughs> Possibly, yeah. So, well, uh, it's been, what, probably two weeks or so weeks, since, yeah. since we did yep. uh, Full Rip. And uh, I, I know I've been busy. I've got quite a few things jotted down on the old show notes. And uh, one of the first things uh, was uh, since the last time we were together, I actually, since... This is a loosely associated with fly fishing podcast. Mm-hmm. I thought maybe a, a, a fishing report was in order. We have had some really crazy high water. Um, yes. And, and, you know, whether it's here in Mosquito Lagoon um, or some benevolent high tides that weren't expected mm-hmm. up towards Jacksonville, I know... Uh, the last time I was up there, um, I had hoped to hook up with uh, Sharko Marco and get a little flood tide fishing in, but it's kind of kind of the end of their season. Yeah. Okay. Um, but but surprisingly, with all this, what what we've been getting, they've gotten so that they've actually had a couple of I guess we'll call them bonus okay. rounds. Okay. Yeah. But uh, I did have the chance to slip out and do a little fishing probably after we did the last podcast. I may have gone out that sunday or did mm-hmm. we do it on a friday i can't remember uh, um, i think it was a friday it was a friday and i went out on saturday yep. so uh as per usual for me um i made no concerted effort to rise early um waited for uh, the sun to get up a little bit and i struck out to uh go see if i could stab a redfish in the face um headed up north uh, figuring with the high water that, uh, according to the tide chart I was looking at, tide was headed out, so it'd be my best scenario to get a little bit lower water. And uh, I don't know where you guys typically 
fish all the time. Is there a plastic hatch that you deal with? Because I've started to notice more so, especially within a mile of uh, JB's in the north end of the lagoon. It's, it's going to be one of the metrics that I start taking into account is what do I think the plastic <laughs> hatch is going to look gonna... like? No, we haven't had a problem by, by me. I don't know, south by you. No, because we don't really have. Like, there's not a lot of places that rent down by us. Right. And I think that's probably, you know, I was, I was within the sphere of influence of the rental kayak um, yeah. we'll fleet. Get... Fleet. <laughs> we'll it get, is. We'll get sup flotillas. Okay. From like tours because there's a couple, but like I don't think Melbourne really has like the only one I know of where you can like really rent anything anymore is Patrick. I mean, I'm sure there's yeah. like well, it kicks tours, off but the bioluminescent tours, which is super badass. But I, so I so I had I had a kayak. I, I don't want to call it a run in, but I had had an experience. <laughs> I like it, and uh, I, I'm gonna guess that they probably told and have told this story this is my first time telling it and it's been a couple of weeks so it really hadn't bothered me much um but i'm thinking they probably told the story as soon as they got off the water uh and i'm sure the two of them talked about it because i could feel you know burning in the ears you know (laughs) so when i came off plane um as previously mentioned it was uh the outgoing Mm -hmm. And there's a particular oyster bar where I came off plane, and when in a vessel, not a, not a kayak vessel, but a, a full, a, a, like a, real a skiff, one. a real boat, <laughs> there's only one particular way to get behind this oyster bar. So I came off plane, and I observed the two yakkers outside the oyster bar portion of the oyster bar was barely submerged and i thought cool they're going that away i'm good to go so i get you know everything situated hop up start pulling the skiff and i look up and they're like fucking starting to paddle <laughs> like to cut me off and where i'm going is a very it's a one way in one way out yeah like there's no, no question where you're going yeah there's no question where i'm going and i'm like Okay, motherfuckers, this is how it's going to be. The old man's getting ready to bear it down. And I got on the pole and started pushing and got, like, probably within 25, 30 yards, if not feet. Wow. And made my turn. Gave him the old, should have been able to paddle faster than an old man with a push pole, buddy. (laughs) Yeah. Kind of look. (laughs) And, uh... I was like, did it, did I make a mistake committing to this? Should I have just backed out? Because they really didn't seem at first like they were going to acquiesce. But then I kind of hung out right there at the mouth of where I was going mm-hmm. into just long enough to like get down, get my rod out, strip some line out. And, and they kind of turned around and started their dejected paddle back out. Well, did they even have rods? Yeah, yeah, okay. they had spinning okay. rods. And if I'd have been in a benevolent mood, I'd have been like, you all are throwing the wrong stuff right now. <laughs> but I was just like, okay, I just, I, I'm not making, you know, conversation with these guys. Yeah. I'm sure they feel like I fucked them, but 
they 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 appeared to be transiting away from the area where I was going to yeah. fish. And once I was behind that bar, like I was going to have to go a certain distance before I could even get to where I could turn the skiff around and come back. Right. And when I saw like that little gleam in his eye that he was going to try to out paddle me, <laughs> I was like, okay, okay, game on. All right, yeah. let's do this. So I, I I beat him to the I beat him out of the hole and uh, got got a dominant position, but uh, they 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 rolled over pretty quick and uh, took off. So I was like, all right, this is cool. I'm gonna go ahead and slide back in here. And sure enough, fish were there, and I made a cast, hooked up, landed the fish, and as I was releasing the fish out of the corner of my eye, a little flash of red plastic. I'm like, <laughs> son of a bitch. They just saw that. And here they come. Here they come. So I was like, all right, how do I handle this? So I just kind of put the blinders on and kept pushing back deeper and, uh, saw my second fish and made a cast. Had to pick back up, cast a second time fish. Like, totally sees the fly as soon as it hits the water turns starts for it i'm stripping stripping fish freaking hammers the fly i jack his fucking ass just (laughs) and he takes off and within a second and a half he is to the shoreline to the lone only (laughs) dead mangrove that's in the fucking water and he is knotted up in it like nobody's business like he ain't coming out so i hop down sit on the front of the boat and like do the haitian trolling motor Mm -hmm. and walk walk the walk the skiff over and he's thrashing and a twisting and a turning he's he's still green right and uh i'm following the leader down through the bush like you know trying to feel my way through snapping off old dead branches as i can get (laughs) in there and he kind of comes loose i get him around one branch and I just had one branch to clear, and it would have been good to go. And the son bitch got away with the fly <laughs> and everything. Uh, so yeah. I hate that. And uh, I look over the shoulder, and sure enough, they and tides behind you. Yeah, the the <sighs> kayak navy is bearing down. But I got another shot on one more fish, and gave a quick skiff ride. And at that point, those guys were getting pretty close, and I was like, you know what, screw it, I'm out of here. So I just turn around pulled right back out and maybe maybe they caught some fish in there i don't know i I had my fun but uh i tell that story to ask like what what is the etiquette there like um you know it's kind of tough the uh i know like rules of navigation yeah um, you know like if a sailboat's coming sailboat has the right way right you know harder to maneuver um but i don't know where Paddlecraft would lie on that hierarchy, and and really, when both are under not non motorized like, yeah. power, I was going to say, are, are I we think, like, even, Steven? And I don't know because I think like if you're to on the victor motor, goes the spoil. I, well, that's yes, how I would do it. That's yeah. So if you're like any foot race, if you're now like like you said, not under power, um, but even in under power. Um, yeah, I would have never like yeah. idled to cut them off. Right. And like, and legit, I really did not perceive that they were yeah. going the same place that I so, was going. If you kind of get to that point and, 
and like he's looking at you and you're looking at him and you're both going it's like you gotta it you gotta whoever gets there gets it and you gotta like be cool with being the guy that lost right Um, and and and, you know i i am not casting aspersions like i don't feel like they cramped my style right um when it came to them paddling in behind me um i certainly hadn't disrupted i'm sure they saw a fish that i missed um so i mean there was probably more than enough room for the three of us to be back there i just didn't want to be you know sucking hind tit on the way in right that that's tough especially when you're by yourself yeah and and it's already when you're by yourself it's it's a dance which i don't think i've talked about it on the podcast but when I've taken my skiff out a couple times and I was like, I've got the day off. Like no one can fish. Everyone's busy. I'm going by myself and I've, I've tried it. It's work. It It is. is, It's like pulling a boats. Like once you know how to do it is easy trying to do it by yourself. And then like, Oh, I can like, I could see snook laid up in bushes and there's a little breeze. And like, by the time you like stage yourself, like uh, you you didn't do yourself enough time. It adds another wrinkle where you've got to say to yourself, okay, there's the fish. God dang it. I need to push one more time. Yeah. But if I push, I know I can't push super hard. Exactly. And the wind's blowing from this direction. So I'm going to get blown into them or I'm going to get blown away from them. Right. You know, so there's, there's a whole new calculus that comes there in. There is. And it's a fun challenge. It and is. When, the first time I actually stick a fish under those conditions, it's going to feel really good. I just did. I'll say speaking of this week, it's an amazing feeling. It, it's cool. Uh, isn't it? Yeah. My problem's been the transition. Yeah. From pole to rod. Usually it's I go to put the pole down, pick the rod up, and say, now where me, to go? Now let me ask you this. Do you pull from the front of your skiff and pull the skiff backwards? I do. Okay, that's what I yep. do. Because um, if my fat ass is on the polling platform with the motor, mm-hmm. it, the the nose is high. Yep. Like wow. I, I'm, I'm getting hull slap underneath the hull. If I yeah. flip it around the motor is enough counterbalance for me and I'm pulling slow anyway. I'm not making any noise. Yeah. So my maneuver is if I see a fish and both of you guys are competent at pulling a boat, you know, when you reset the pole in your hands, where, like how far you need to talk, Mm -hmm. like to, to have it in a position where you can then turn it and lay it down. mm -hmm. So what I do is I always, whip it so that the mud foot is at the casting or at the polling platform so that when I sit it down, it flops over mm-hmm. and it like, it'll stay there. Yeah. And then I set it down on usually my left side mm-hmm. on by my foot and it'll stay there as long as I'm not rocking back and forth, which I shouldn't. And then that way, when I strip line, mm-hmm. it's being stripped away from the push away pole. From, yeah. And it works great until it gets windy. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the the next level of dealing with fishing by yourself is if you do feed that fish and you get hooked up and it's any measure of windy that's blowing you like away from the shoreline. I know me personally, I'm always thinking like, 
okay, I don't want to get blown all the way out here and then have to pull and back. Pull back. To, yeah. You know, it's like sometimes I'll have a fish hooked up and then I'm like reaching down, trying to get the push pull and like give it a push to like try to shove yeah. me back towards the, you know, and that ends up accounting for a lost fish <laughs> here or there. But so my kind of tactic has been from like kayak fishing with buddies is to take one of the older like bungee cords with the metal hook uh-huh. and loop it through your belt and pinch them tight. Like you can still get it off, but it's not going to fall. Right. And you stick your push pole through that. Speaking of that. So you can like pull, do whatever you're doing. And then when you, you like go to cast, you just like let it go. And the mud foot catches the hook and you just kind of, because, but I don't know that it works great because of my dilemma. Mm-hmm. I have a buddy with a 3d printer mm-hmm. and he th- 3D printed me a holster. Okay. A clip. Uh huh. For the push pole. So you just clip it in. That's probably pretty clutch. Just drags behind you. Yeah. Yeah. It's almost like a push pole caddy for your belt. I'm going to weld in a bionic, like, T bore. The only only problem that I've. Because I've I've tried a combination Mm -hmm. of, you know, scenarios that mimic what you guys are doing. I always find that, you know, if I turn at the waist or, or you know, mm-hmm. the boat yeah. is turning in the wind, now the, now the push pole is wanting to come across me yep, or yeah. it's turning. It. And it's awkward. Yeah. So me personally, I've found my best maneuver is foot of the well, push yeah. pole. And I haven't tried that. To the I'm back of the skiff and then sit it down. But there is, there is that moment that you have to look down to put that push pole down right. quietly. Quietly. And then you look up and you're like, fuck, where did they go? Yeah. That top, and, that top gun moment. Mm-hmm. Where'd it go? Where'd it go? <laughs> Where did who go? Um, and, and I also have learned that a lot of times when I look back up, I'm like, shit, fish is gone. Just take a, take a fucking moment, and they'll usually pop back. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just they yeah. moved a little bit further mm-hmm. than you had anticipated. So when your eyes come back up, you're kind of off where you you need to be looking. But, um, yeah, that was my... Uh, my latest lagoon adventure. Um, shortly thereafter, um, I actually had an opportunity to fish with uh, a couple of the guys from down at Two Thirty Nine Flies. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, is it? Too, are we supposed to like break it out like you know, like the three two one, the four zero seven? So it's actually the two three nine flies. Two three nine. Okay, yeah. not two thirty nine. The two three nine. Two three nine. Yeah, Brian Butts and uh, Casey Lee were. Uh, kind enough i was working down there and brian knew i'd been doing a project down their neck of the woods and reached out and said hey um when's the next time you're coming down and i told him and he was like hey i'm gonna be off on you know this day i was like well i typically come down the day before mm-hmm. um if you guys do want to fish you know i'll come down even earlier you know normally i come down in the afternoon because mm-hmm. i'm just spending the night and so i got up at the a very uncharacteristically early hour for me and uh did the um i think it was like four hours four, and 10 yeah. minutes to to goodland and mm-hmm. uh met them at the boat ramp uh pretty much a simultaneous arrival and uh through uh, a rod and a fly box and a little bit of water in the boat and off we went and I, if I recall correctly, they were like, hey, you know, this is our first negative tide of the season. 
you know, we're having high water down there. They're they're getting the exact opposite yeah. because there's big tidal swings around this time of the year. So uh, we uh, went somewhere <laughs> in uh, Ten Thousand Islands. Um, was it state uh, state forest state? something along yeah it's it's not we weren't in everglades national park we were in the state right. portion or whatever but uh we went back in there and uh pretty short order started finding some good redfish crews in the banks and uh i was able to feed one a little fly that uh, my buddy bill from out in texas had tied me and uh switched up brian um got on the bound next and I think I was, I, I may have been, I, because they were cruising the bank, like back out of the water and stuff. I was like, dude, the, these fish would, they're going to eat, you know, top water, throw, throw top water. And the next fish we saw, sure enough, was like back in this little dead end corner, back out of the water. I mean, we saw him from like 250, 300 wow. feet away. That's and, cool. uh, <laughs> Brian made like three or four casts. One of them, as soon as the fly landed, the fucking thing tried to eat it. He missed the. Did you film that? Yeah, one? I filmed yeah, it. That yeah, was cool. Yeah, and um, you know, it was like a good two or three casts, and then like a, you, know, you could see the fish. Like you know, he's looking for it. Like mm-hmm. you know, where did it go? He put it back in there, and he just like chased it down, ate it. Um, Casey, who had pulled both Brian and I to to our fish. We had him hop up on the bow, and now by that time the water was already coming in, and uh, was starting to fill up. You know, big, big, big tidal move, and uh, we saw a few more fish under the mangroves. Casey actually had one eat a fly or, or try to eat the fly and, and missed the hook set, and then within an, I'd say thirty, forty minutes after that, it was just too much water everywhere. Wow. Uh, we went and tried a tarpon spot and, uh, the fish weren't around that we were hoping that we'd see there. And, uh, after that, we just took her on back to the boat ramp and, uh, went our separate Exchange ways. pleasantries. Yeah. And- but, uh, it was nice. a pleasure, man. Those guys are great. So, uh, if you're ever down in, uh, the Naples, Bonita Springs area and you're looking for guys that know what they're doing, um, Go to the shop. There it's a great shop. 239. It's a fantastic yeah. shop. It really is. Um, I have a couple of stickers for you, Ben, Sick. for uh, the Saturn Whip. <laughs> nice. And um, I think after that, I headed up to Tennessee. I think so. It was pretty quick back-to-back. Yeah. yeah. And then uh, we, we did the uh, quick stop. Uh, in Charleston Mm -hmm. on the Mm -hmm. way just to break up the Tennessee trip mainly but um, when we showed up in Charleston we didn't realize it was happening but once we rolled into town we found out that uh, the Yeti store was hosting the 50-50 on the water film tour that evening and interesting yeah and I was planning on hooking up with paul puckett to do a beer with episode with him uh he said that he was going to be going to the yeti event um so we made plans okay yeah we'll we'll head down there and meet up with you down there and then we'll go to our our beer with after that and um 
we needed to get a little bite for dinner. So uh, we got a hold of Bree. Bree met us for dinner at Taco Boy, uh, which turned out to be pretty darn good. Yeah. And uh, Pearsall Smith, Pip. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Um, Pip the Flip. Pip, Pip the, the Flip. flip. Met us uh, there at the restaurant as well. Um, we got to chat a little bit over dinner, and then uh, he had to go do some family stuff. So Bree and Wyatt and myself, um, we we headed down to the Yeti store. And do you guys by chance remember the big uh, black dude that works at? Yeti. I want to say, say he's Leon, a manager. Leon. Leon. Or, yeah. It is Leon, I believe. I, I like seeing him in videos. He's got some energy, man. <laughs> Dude, he, he is a genuinely he's cool. cool individual. When we walked in, he greeted us and was like, hey, what's going on? And he immediately recognized Wyatt from the, oh, cool. the after really? party. Okay. Yeah. yeah. And uh, he ends up talking to Wyatt for a little bit. And... Um, Probably within about 20 minutes of us getting there, if not less, um, they were getting ready to start the film portion of the evening. Uh, we all got uh, ourselves a cold beer and went back. And the hostess for the event was with um, Casting for a Cure. Mm-hmm. And um, she introduced the uh, film tour, and the first film would be coming up momentarily, and off it went. Um, the The first film um, is a story about a couple of brothers and their mom, who was like the catalyst for them getting out on the water and her spending time with them. And I honestly enjoyed that film. I thought it was pretty good. Every film after that... I struggled to stay engaged with. Um, Shannon actually liked one of the films after that. It was a Yeti um, produced film uh, about uh, the Scandinavian. The Scandinavian. That was My mom fall or something. Uh, that was actually on a film tour. Was yeah. it on the film mm-hmm. tour mm-hmm. as well? I think it was on last year's. Yeah. Well, it, at some point, you know, things are, you know, still ongoing. Mm hmm. Bree had to leave, um, mainly because um, the parking meter was going to run out, and she was parked like in the alley, like you know the side yeah. street. Yeah. So I said, "Hey, let me walk you out there," you know, and 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 walked her out to her car. And as we were walking out, um, she made an observation that I thought was pretty poignant. And you know, we're just chit chatting on the way out, and I was like, "So, what'd you think? You know, of the films so far?" And she was like, oh, they were okay. But why can't the 50-50 on the water, why can't the girls film event just be cool fishing videos like the regular film tour? Why do they all have to have the message? And that's me paraphrasing what she said. And it struck me that maybe, maybe they're missing the mark with the whole 50-50 on the water thing. Um, Maybe it needs to be less of that message and more just, you know, maybe, fishing. Yeah, maybe just matriculate into just being, you know. And this is going to sound sexist, but like one of the guys, you know, like one right. of, you know, and, and I'll replace one of the guys with just be one of us. 
That's you it. know, yep. you know, your films are just like the rest of our films. You know, yep. it's kick ass. It's like you know, upbeat. Yeah. It's it's having a good time. Not that every film on the no, film tour. Saying, there's plenty of bad ones. <laughs> yeah, there's plenty of bad ones because we we've talked about that too. But by and large, all of the films were like, like like they don't have to have a message. To right, them. they don't have to have that message. They don't you, you don't club me over the head with the 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 non fishing. Well, you know, I'll, I'll message. Say it. I don't care that you're a woman. Yeah. I, I, I don't. Are you an angler? Right. Yeah. Period. Exactly. I, I'll take it one step further <laughs> than that. Did what you film and go do inspire me to think, damn, that was fun. That was cool. That looked like a great time. Mm-hmm. Shit, I'd like to hang out with that person. Yeah. Because, yeah. I mean, ultimately, isn't that what the whole film tour is supposed to be about is like sharing that experience, experience yeah. and going holy jesus yeah, mm-hmm. i want to go do that yeah i want to go yeah. do that and, and, and i mean there's some there's some of them that you look at and you're like i'd fucking love to do that but not on my budget yeah. you know and yep. I mean, but but it's okay you know I, sometimes things aren't attainable um but but by and large most of the films that you see it wouldn't be beyond comprehension to think that you could get there go do that but the last thing i want to do is go fish somewhere where everybody's woe is me we don't deserve you know we should be on an even playing field no just go out and have a kick-ass time and show me what a kick-ass time you had (laughs) i think and and not that it's beyond that here's here's one of the the anglers that i respect that i do like to go visit that i do have fun with that i've spent plenty of time on a skiff with and she's saying the same thing. Mm-hmm. Well, and it's like, like you you create the fun time, you create the equality by just going and doing it. Boom. And like, if you're constantly thinking about like, oh, we just don't have it as good, we got to fight for it. Just go do it, and it, it's going to happen. Like, I I mean, there's some of it, but I really don't think the vast majority of like men or guys and fly fishing are like, it's not oh, fighting. Gosh, here come these girls. We got to we rights. gotta we gotta kick them out. Right, they they need to know like we don't want you here. I th- I think if they're the message of we don't want you here, I mean, just because you're crowding their water. The the, I mean the reality is, nine out of ten guys are gonna be like they're down. Hey, what's your Instagram handle? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I mean there's a reason the most average female angler with a little bit above average to over average appearance has a magnitude of 100 to 150 times the followers Mm -hmm. that a really good angler that I would have a lot of respect for might otherwise have on social media. And and like not to detract from any of their skill, but like it, it is a thing. And (laughs) yeah, you can, you can, you can pull a boat in circles for a long time on this topic, (laughs) but yeah, Sex sells, and moreover, like, quit making a big deal about it. Right. Like, just, yep. just go have fun. Is the message go? Go fish. I mean, there's. I said I don't care. Go fish Man, and show me a woman. Yeah. Questionable. Questionable. <laughs> Alien. We don't right. care. Don't. Well, I'm gonna go ahead and step out there and say I am not going to the fucking Tinkara <laughs> Film Festival. No, I'm not either. I'm not about that life. All right. So. um after uh, and 
we could pull the boat in circles. We could beat the dead horse. It's just food for thought. If you happen to be involved in the 50-50 on the water or, you know, aspire to get more participation in the sport, just just show how fucking fun it is, regardless of gender. Mm-hmm. Case closed. Um, moving on the following morning. I-26 westbound up over the mountain. Mm-hmm. Um, we headed to uh, Tennessee. And only purpose for the trip, selfishly, was to go up and go to a Ryan Bingham show. And uh, damn. with that? That was the first no. time I'd seen Ryan Bingham in, in concert live. I've always loved his, his yeah. music. And damn it, man. What a great show. It's tough. It was good. It was good. <laughs> Um, in the the venue, the Tennessee Theater. Holy Moses, what a beautiful theater. Uh, okay. Yeah, just insane. So while while I was there, um, ran into Alan Gillespie that uh, owns and runs Three Rivers Angler yep. uh, mm-hmm. there in Knoxville. So it was kind of cool. Um, coming out of the men's room, here, Larry, like, turn. I'm like, holy <laughs> shit, Alan. <laughs> but the funny thing is, I'd seen him. Two three weeks prior in Denver, <laughs> you, oh, wow. you yeah. know at the at the IFTD. So um, I'm headed back up to Tennessee over Christmas and New Year's probably. So uh, he and I are going to try to hook up. Whether I run down and fish around Knoxville with him, or maybe he'll come up towards East Tennessee and we'll fish somewhere up in uh, the Tri Cities or something like that. Sounds good. But uh, yeah, man, I, it's been busy. A lot of travel, having a good time. Running into people, going to good music, getting some good shows in. But uh, chronologically, that kind of brings us back to, you know, getting back to Florida. Um, I can't remember. I know there was another life event that happened in, in, in there somewhere, and it all blends together. <laughs> it's probably just like moving Well, and house stuff. Yeah, we just we, we did just close on the house in new Smyrna. So that, that happened somewhere in there and we're still <laughs> struggling to figure out with my schedule when we're actually going to move out of the old house into the new house. So we've been dragging a few things over there or whatever, but, uh, you know, with the, the old Turkey day coming up, we mm. got to have some roots down so we can do yeah. Turkey day proper over there. But, uh, I do feel like there was something else that happened. Well, uh, I was going to say, now that we're kind of more in the contemporary, you did go fishing, Mark. Mm-hmm. Um, I've been fishing hard. And and, <laughs> and you you got into some black drum. Yes. Looked pretty freaking tight. Yes. So, I've been chasing said school for <laughs> better part of a week and a half with no regards to the fly whatsoever they're just oblivious oblivious uh you know you can hit them in the head yeah you can lead them you can they just Just don't don't. that's what happened when i fished them uh same with the redfish they're all cruising both you know the schools and you know these onesie twosie redfish snooker laid up but their jaws are just clamped shut and By the luck of whatever God was watching over me that day, 
I'd laid the cast out and they were swimming right towards it. I did the signature Larry twitch tick, just slight, just a little bump, <laughs> just a little bump, and they now, sw- you were in clear water too, weren't you? Fairly clear, fairly clear. So did you? I mean, anytime I've had a visual eat the black drum, it's like you know he's lumbering along, and you literally see them like tip up. It's on like it. a it's like a sub diving. Yeah, yeah, that's a good way to put it. It's like you know he's sounding, and you see him, and I've I've missed a lot of black drum because they'll tip up, and you want to give, mm-hmm. but you got to wait on them. They're like Dead, they're, I don't know whether it's their little chin barbels. They're like right. Oh, hold on. Wax thread. <laughs> Chanel. Eh, I'll try it. Yeah. Right. So with that, I didn't know I was hooked up. And so I was still stripping in, getting ready to cat recast back in front of school. And I'm like, oh, man, got a log. Mm-hmm. I'm like, and I kept, pu- I'm like, no. Yeah. <laughs> so you'd so pull, you'd pull back. <laughs> right. You'd pull, you'd right. pull back. All right. No. So I, you know, the standard strip set, and I'm like, all right. <laughs> that was pretty uneventful. Yeah. Do I have a fish? And then I guess he felt the barb or what, and just straight to open water. And I was like, hmm. All right. I'll let him pull me. So he pulled me, and we fought. It was a good... 15 minute that's mm-hmm. awesome battle just uh-huh. just bulldogging just straight there the they one. got such a high profile you know when they turn sideways oh yeah you, you see know it's, it's cool well i knew i wasn't gonna break them off because i was still rigged up from when ben and i went fishing so i so had, had this 30 pound on, fluoro yeah. on there and so i was i was putting it to him yeah and you know trying to turn his head but well, just they're kind of like he like, kept looking over his shoulder, saying, yeah. "You're getting what you're giving, son." Yeah, like redfish are torquey, but they've got that speed where they like fly out and like you can get them to backing or whatever, and you bring them back. It's really <laughs> rare for me when I catch a black drum that they like take out and keep making big runs. They're just kind of steady torque steady. pressure. Yeah, it's they're they're different to fight. They're weird. Yeah, yeah. but you know, back to what you were saying earlier. You, you know, well, it's gonna take me straight out into open water. But I know that school's back. I'm like, ah, you know what? I'm gonna live the moment. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Not worried about getting back my there. Bu- my buddy Bill um, used to always refer to it as the Nantucket sleigh ride. Just let him, <laughs> let, just let him drag you around, man. It's the Nantucket sleigh ride. Mm-hmm. So you know, we did, I finally boated it, and I let a couple loud woohoos out, and took some pictures, and let him back, and. Watched them swim away. I mean, the water is clearing up pretty well in the river. Yeah. But the short time, because it's the same area that I took you to, Larry, Mm -hmm. when it was murky, dirty, no signs of life at all to seeing everything from schools of trout, schools of Mm -hmm. snook, big redfish, just like you told me. Uh-huh. <laughs> they're they're tanks. Yeah. yeah. But you just got to keep going. Just got to put in your time, that's all. 
just keep I, going. I, I threw, just keep going. I, I tell you, I almost I felt like a bass fisherman out there. One day I had <laughs> this this stuff. rod rigged up with a shrimp. This one rigged up with a bait fish. I mean, I even went as far as to to purchase a game changer because there is a lot of bait fish. Did it change the, the game? It didn't. <laughs> it not that game. It looked good in the water, but they do. And, I'll be honest but, with you. Flyman just came out with that Blaine Chocolate um, mm-hmm. Game Changer Shrimp. Have you seen no, that? I haven't, seen, I haven't seen that one. I want one bad. I'm hmm. gonna, I'm gonna have to it look up. it up. Yeah, because I've got all the articulation <laughs> right. stuff. Yeah, I mean, I ha- it's. I don't it, know if you guys haven't tied Game Changers. No, that's why I bought one. That's it. Kind of <laughs> sucks. It's like. I'm not the fastest tire, but I'm not the slowest either. It takes me a solid 45 minutes to tie a good one. And it's really painful when that gets destroyed. It and is. Like gone, like, or breaks off. You're just like, golly, that was an hour of my time. Just gone. Well, I was down at Harry Goods, and I saw that they got them. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I can't tie this. Yeah. It, I can't. I'll spend the $9 for one just, right. just because. But. The area just it's just so full of life now from you know, your horseshoe crabs. Mm-hmm. Saw a spider. Spider crab. Oh, you saw a spider oh, crabs. Really? Yeah. <laughs> See any horseshoe crabs? Lots. Really? Yes. Very nice. They're they're down there. Yep. But I've just been hitting that area hard. I have beaten people to it in the morning. You can see the charter guys come in. Right, and you're like, sorry, good up. morning. <laughs> and then you see him go back. Yeah. But that, I don't know if it was the fish or just the, I did it feeling. Cause I, I've been chasing that for a pretty long time. Uh-huh. You know, the solo guided. Mm-hmm. And it just, I mean, it felt, it felt awesome. Oh, there's no doubt about you it. Know, what what fly did he eat? Some little shrimp. Something you tied? Something I tied, yeah. So I've Yeah. I mean the I was on cloud nine. Right. Yeah. And you know I wanted to go back and try more, but I didn't want to ruin that high. Right. So I just Yeah, it's one of those days <laughs> where you're like All right, I'm done. Yeah. It, it was. Yeah. You know? It wasn't twenty seven fish. Right. It was one and I was stoked. <laughs> hey, Mark. There weren't twenty-seven fish on those po- on all those posts either. Oh man! <laughs> <laughs> but lots of fish. I'm glad to see. And on the opposite bank, there's even bigger fish and more fish. So it's starting to happen. Starting to happen in that area, and I'm happy because it's it's my local area. Yeah. So, that's fun watching it. Well, I watching think I'm it have change. Tuesday off. Start turning wheels on that now. Mark has this really <laughs> bad habit of texting me. <laughs> hey, you want to fish today? I'm already at work. I was like, no, I'm working. He just says, "Damn, why are you being responsible, man? Yeah. Well, don't, you, don't be responsible hey, today. Uh, be glad that you're getting like the last minute invites. I don't even get the invite. So I, I've yeah. been like, I've been like replaying in my mind, going, "I was that's did I bad. did like I like when he did I yell at him or something when, when, he when we fished together last me, time? Like, I guess we're just going solo. Screw Larry. 
No, no. <laughs> defend yourself. There's, there's, a, there's no need to defend. Cause I know Larry's, <laughs> what he's working with, where he's at, you know, what yon. he's doing. Yeah. You know, if he was there that day. You know. Actually, I, I want to say the uh, the day of the kayakers. Mm-hmm. I had actually reached out to you the night before and said, hey, do you want to fish? And yes. Todd was still in town, so you were tied up. Right. So we missed yep. that opportunity. And when I when I was releasing the second fish, but that was the third fish I had caught, I was thinking, Mark fucked up. <laughs> I should have sent Todd home early. Bye, Todd. Yeah, uh, I thought about it. You're probably like the person I fished with the most lately, and I think we've only fished together three times. We waited one time. Yeah, we did the the dock the other day, and I yep. feel like oh, and then the one day we were in down south and got into the snooky yes. carbon. So this weekend, um, literally, I, I was too busy really to do much fishing, but I I, I had the desire, and I was going to make it happen. Um, if it was, if it looked like it was like reasonable, mm-hmm. but it's been like, we were just, we had the news on earlier. Mm-hmm. It was like blowing 21. Yeah. It's just not, it's, not, it's yeah. just not fun. Um, I'm, I'm hopeful that we're not coming into that cycle Yeah. of Thursday to Friday fronts <laughs> <laughs> blown yeah. out weekends. Um, cause I don't know if you guys realize it or not, but. Next weekend, we're going to have somebody here staying with us that I'm really hopeful that we get out on the water, Mr. Gilbert. Yep. Oh, awesome. I didn't know he was in town. Yeah, he'll be in town next week. Sweet. Can't wait. That's going to be awesome. It's been forever. I know. I just want to hug him. (laughs) I'm down. (laughs) He's. I believe he's coming in to do like, uh, uh, let's call it a TED Talk. Um, at uh, UCF. The, at the UCF film program or whatever. Cool to yeah. to talk about. You know, our, hey, boy, our boy is now a man. That's right. <laughs> you too can be as cool as me and have Fly. a awesome right. fucking job. Helicopters. Just pay attention in class. The uh, are you guys gonna try to go out and fish if it's not crazy? Yeah, for sure. Awesome, for sure. Yeah, I told him when he comes in just to stay here. He's got full run of the house. And, uh, you know, as soon as he gets his obligation with doing his mm-hmm. talk or whatever, that we would make a noble effort to get out. Well, that's why I've been fishing so hard this past week and a half is winds have been either east or west. Yeah, you can so hit I one had the shoreline option or the other. Either the shoreline, other. right. So I'm going to go, as long as it's not blown out, I'm going Tuesday at some point. I, I might be waiting. I'm sure as heck not taking my boat. Um or hopefully on your boat. Um, <laughs> just saying. Just, I'm just going to push that envelope a little bit. Um, but I'm going to go. It's been, I mean, I think legitimately the last time I like really fished was with you. We can do Tuesday. Okay. I'll just check with my... Uh, your you know, schedule. My, my Siri. Nice. So, takes care uh, of my stuff. How's things been in the uh, creation of dust business? Uh, Good. busy? Yeah, I was... Uh, I arrived here a little bit later than I wanted to. I was uh, shooting guide green all grip on some walk boards that are uh, being hand-delivered with love to Charleston tomorrow. Um, 
so we finished that up. That's the last. Uh, he came and got the actual boat. I want to say two weeks ago on the weekend, he got Whipray 38 and, and came and got it. And he uh, had to finish the walkboards, but he's getting it. He's doing some other. He's getting it wrapped, which, Joel, I don't know if you listen to this podcast, but, <laughs> dude, you're killing me. That <laughs> boat is such a, It's probably the best. It's one of the best paint jobs I've ever seen in my life. Carl says it's the best one he's ever done. And you're going to wrap it. And you're going to wrap it. And it with business? Yeah, business I, I think so. Because okay. I, mean, I think I think he like purchased the boat through his company, which is, uh, I want to say, Redfin Charters or something up in Charleston. Okay, yeah. Um, it's his personal skiff because he had originally what happened is he had bought a waterman that was going to be his and then his guides would like use it if they needed it and they just it kind of just enveloped and like no we need this every day because mm-hmm. we're that busy so he bought a second one so he'd actually have a boat um so that was done um but his wife they're expecting a baby within the next one day to <laughs> two weeks okay. um so, so he's kind of like she could kind of go at any time i don't really know that i can like swing back <laughs> down and pick these up i was like look dude you came and got the boat yeah. Let me finish them and I'll drive them back up. God, that's right. customer service. It's uh, we like to try to go above and beyond wow. as best we can. It's another one of those examples of you get what you give. Yeah, that's true. Um, so doing that, working on, we've got a early two thousand, like two thousand one, I think Mako inshore fifteen fifty. Um for a guy named Brian who works at Brown and Brown. Uh, it's going, it's forest green. It's it's pretty cool. At first, I kind of was like, I don't know why you picked this color, but it's, it's really grown on me. Um, putting in his new like floor system where he had a, he it was a center console with a live well. And he took the live well out and he's making it a tiller. Oh, wow. With a grab bar. It's actually pretty cool. Wow. It, and it saved the console weighed like a hundred and some odd pounds like he's gonna he's it's a weight reduction for sure big time so we're i've laid up his floor panel tonight if depending on how late i get back from charleston i may lay the other side up and then drive back to my house and then sometime this next week we'll actually get it all put back in speaking of work yes salt marsh is gonna have to come in okay i finally broke that middle bend (laughs) i did but i don't want to replace it I just want to fill the holes. I'm really oh, well, that's liking easy. that open. Oh, the open. Yep. That's easy. Oh, yeah. Gives this big guy a little bit more little more, more room. room in that tiny. Yeah, because I believe the height of your polling platform with that deck in place, you're pretty high. Mm-hmm. So with it gone, you can just stand back there right. and run it. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, that's, that's probably so, going to be pretty clutch. Yeah. I would almost think that you're going to be able to stand a little bit a little further back further back yep. and it might actually change some of the performance on on the boat I've as no, far I as where it rides I, I had to drop the pin uh-huh yep get that motor down a little more cool yeah just let yeah. me know we'll, big boy broke it <laughs> we'll get you taken care of i've got another buddy in melbourne i think he wants me to do the work in his driveway which i'm not jazzed about i'm gonna to try to talk him into letting me bring it up to the shop for just two days Wants us to install a power pole on his Ancona Cayenne um, for him. So I got to go meet with him 
I was supposed to do it tomorrow, but I got to let him know I got to go to Charleston. Now, they're all, what, do you, what would you call it, sister, yeah. sister companies, yeah. a family. So it's like you got, it, Ancona. You have, it's Ancona, Tavernier. Tavernier and Salt Marsh. Yeah. Now, in the Salt Marsh, they put the stakeout drop mm-hmm. on the push pole. Do they not do that? I don't on know the if higher, they did higher that end. On, I don't know if they did that on that. Um, it's kind of where his transom's at an angle, and it, it's funny. He was like, "Yeah, the transom's it's twelve inches thick," and I'm like, "Dude, I went and looked at. It. I was like, I see what you're saying is it's like a box. It's like I, that doesn't make sense to me." I was like, "Cause I mean, I that's said, cool. He wants to spend the money." Well, I told him, <laughs> "I was like, I know what like Kusa board cost." And I know what they asked for these boats. There's no way this is 12 inches of Kusa mortar. Like, that's like <laughs> half of your boat cost in Kusa. <laughs> so he's like, that's what they said. I was like, all right, cool. So let me let me do some research. I called him. And I was like, hey, uh, I'm doing this for a guy. I said, I haven't really, like, looked at it too much. What What's your, what are you made up with? And, like, he's saying 12 inch through bolts. I was like, oh, that doesn't seem right to me. I'm thinking it's, like, foam filled for flotation. Yeah. I'm going to cut. She's like, yeah, exactly. She's like, use that. And then lag bolt the bottom too, which I'm not about that life. That's where, if you're doing any skiff modifications yourself, um, don't lag bolt things to your boat. <laughs> Drill like cut out the foam and do through bolts. It will hold, but if you are gonna have a fail point, that's where that's gonna be. Yeah, of mm-hmm. course. So I'm actually like I talked to him. I was like, we're gonna make an access hatch. We're gonna cut your foam back. The and we're gonna through bolt it all the way. So he's coming in this next week, probably. Or I'm going to do it in his driveway, which I don't really want to do. No. I've been watching uh, Pat Murphy's son. Seems to be getting really close to having really his skiff put back together. It's looking good, too. What, what boat does he have? He's got... It's, it, a mm, professional? No, no, no. no. It's it's uh, Whipray, like mine. Is it? Okay. Um, and, and it was originally, I believe, a Mosquito Lagoon edition, which is, you know, no... Mm-hmm. No walk boards on it, mm-hmm. which he he has added. Um, I think when Pat even had it, they were already added to it. But uh, he's taken the whole damn thing apart, he put did. it all back together, you know, and it's looking good. Is he doing it himself? Yeah. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah. Uh, you know, because he works at the factory, mm-hmm. um, but he's not allowed to do any work on his own skiff there. So he's been doing it like all on the you driveway. Know, on the driveway. <laughs> And he kind of sucks. He's doing I think stellar work. I think the owner's son gets to work on his boats there. Well, you know, and they're not even right Hell's now. Bays, right? Well, good for them. <laughs> the uh, I've I've seen in the last two days a '98 whip and a '99 whip ray both pop up on the market. One for twenty, mm-hmm. the other for twenty-two. Both of them weirdly have um, power poles on them. Um, the one for twenty two just sold. Um, somebody okay. actually reached out to me and said, "Hey, I know you got a similar skiff. You know, what do you think about this one? You know, I'm thinking about it." And I said, "A, I'm always surprised at." You know how much these things go for, mm-hmm. considering the age. Yeah. However, um, twenty-two is probably not a bad price. Uh, first thing I would do would be 
uninstall that stupid yeah. anchor system because you don't need it on that skiff. Sell it. That's a thousand back in your yeah. pocket. So right. now you're at twenty one. Um, I would, you know, if you're really truly in the market for a cool little tiller skiff with a twenty five on it that'll float and spit, mm-hmm. and if you run aground, you piss off the side and you're floating again. You're in business. Yeah. So I saw today pictures where he said be taking us home soon so nice yeah the other one for 20 i think that's gonna sit a little while it is and here's why so that that particular skiff is hole number four okay um i actually saw that skiff at east cape um years ago um, there was a small sliver of time where Kevin ran restoration. Mm-hmm. Um, they called it Orange County Boatworks, I believe. Okay. Um, and it was right as he also was starting inshore power boats. Okay. With Brad. Brad? What was Brad's mm-hmm. last name? Anyway, um, that boat, I saw it at... East Cape, a.k.a. Orange County Boatworks. Yeah. And that thing had a, if I rem- if memory serves me correct, it had an onboard battery charger. And there was a malfunction on the battery charger that started a fire in, in the dude's garage. You know, just like. Yeah. And so it wasn't like you know, like fully involved, but it was enough of a fire. Like it was like a slow burner kind of deal. Basically the whole front deck and the front bulkhead just like melted and burned and the fuel cells right there too. Right. Right. And I don't believe that there was any type of fuel fire. It was, it was good. Yeah. That would just, cause it would have burned it in half. Yeah. Um, so long story short, um, he had, that gentleman brought the skiff to have it repaired there. And as I'm sure is no surprise, they didn't have the mold for being able to redo the deck with the hatch. Yeah. So they came up with that clamshell, like the yeah, whole like deck. Most of the deck. Yeah. Most of the up. deck folds up on hinges. So I'm with you. Um, if somebody's looking at that skiff and is thinking, "Hey, twenty is a good price," eh, it's it's a good price if it's a good price to you. Uh, yeah, if absolutely. It's, if it's something that you're looking at and saying, "Oh man, I'm going to have you know a pretty damn low number hull original Hell's Bay," you don't really have much of the original left. No. You, you, you lost about <laughs> the, a third the of that half. Yeah, the back there. half is there. The front half's not quite there, and like a spitball. Spitball. Oh, let's see here. Fuck. We had feedback, so it stopped recording and everything. Let's huh. see here. So what we have there is a partial original. Yeah. And spitball a number. Um, if I brought in my skiff that had a Franken. Stein yeah, front like end um, and said, Hey, can you drop in a real, you know, deck 
with and, and and put a lid on it, another three grand, four grand. Yeah, I'd be comfortable with that because you gotta you gotta cut the old one out. You right. have to if you don't have the molds to the old hatch system, you have to custom make those parts. Right. Um, you lay them up on a table, make all the bends, putty them all yourself, lay it out, make your gutter, make your hatch. Um, and then you have to shoot new non-skid because it's going to look weird if you don't. So you got to yeah. like lay it all out, tape it all off. And then by the time you fare, and then if you're really going to go back to original, those bulkheads have that cut in it. Not, yeah, where the bulkhead meets the deck. It doesn't just come up and round off at a 90. It's got that like routered right lip in it so you oh yeah 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 you gotta like you gotta match that into your bulkhead and your deck when you seam it so yeah you're probably it's it's not uh, if you can live with that clamshell hatch and you're happy cool but if you're like no i want hall number four and i want hall number four right you're probably a twenty five thousand dollar skiff by the time you're yeah so and and that's the reason i look at it and say "Eh, 20 and it's got like in the grand scheme of like originality, it's got a two-stroke Yamaha on the back, not a Mercury. Right. And the polling platforms, it I don't think they're original. Funky. I don't know what that. It's like straight and narrow. Yeah. No, the, there Did were some okay. of the, like especially like on like hull one, two, three, four. Okay, that's what I was going to ask. That, like that's, I don't trying know to the, figure like it. the history yeah, of it. That was the, that. Uh, that's pretty original okay. stuff. It's kind of like um, cars, like certain years you see like a little, and not years, but in this case, like numbers as they like right. tweak things. Like this one has a weird flare here and a this and a that. Yeah. So, gotcha. And I wouldn't want to buy it because no. the license plate is already taken. <laughs> I can't. Yeah. 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 <laughs> that's what killed it for me. I was like, man, like, that's pretty sweet. Like, that's was, number four. I would have jumped on that. I could but beat I Larry. But I can't because the tag's already taken. Tag's already <laughs> taken. Speaking of tags already taken, um, I sold the scout. I saw that. Well, yeah. I saw it when you texted it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna look for like a older CJ to to beat around in. There's yeah, a. Sick. It's across from Renzetti. It's a metal fabrication building. And. Whoever were, I don't know who it is, has an international pickup. Oh, mm-hmm. cool. That I just, and I'm like, man, that's pretty that's sweet. Pretty, it is. I mean, it's it's boxy. Right. There's there's no lines to it, but it's yeah. like. They're cool. Damn. <laughs> I've got a buddy who, the guy I sold my Camaro to, who, like, he's a shop class teacher at Coco High. He's got a international box truck that he and the kids are turning into a camper rig oh that's oh, cool that'd be sweet yeah that'd be very with like a gun safe and everything he's pretty excited about it yeah well, yeah i mean it's coco high yeah exactly <laughs> he's like for the hunters it's gonna have fold out he's his name is pat he's he's hilarious um i have my eye on a 1965 uh ford futura wagon uh that may work out probably not but we'll see well, I'm squinting. Theater of the mind. You wouldn't know that unless I told you. But I'm squinting and I'm looking towards the horizon. Mm-hmm. And I'm starting to see a little whiff of smoke. Oh, snap. There's something chugging. There's something. And I can almost hear that old diesel. So uh, we're going to take a break. And when we come back, we're going to take another look and see if uh, that might just be the mail barge. Sounds good to me. Back in a flash. Got a penny for your thoughts. 
Well, I do believe that is the mail boat, the mail mm-hmm. barge on the horizon. <laughs> it's uh, been a little while. Um, I like the sound of that. This has actually been here, and for some, we're almost like the uh, USPS. Okay, um, it, it's it's been here, but it's not been delivered. <laughs> uh, so and it's it's even. Sent to the mail barge. To the mail barge. And uh, Cody McKeever. Um, stand by. <laughs> Old eyes. <laughs> so, speaking of, uh, been here a while. I mailed a Florida Flyco sticker pack to a dude. It came back one week, like, dressed undeliverable. So, I got back to the dude. I was like, hey, confirm your address. Sent it. I just I sent it two months ago. I just got it in the mail two days ago. Can't deliver it again. So I gotta I gotta like write this. He probably thinks I'm a scumbag. So speaking of which, it just when you said that, when I did the DC trip, uh-huh. and was it Fucci Boy Vouchy? Yeah, Vouchy. Mm-hmm. Undeliverable, but it was my mistake. I put a wrong number in the zip code. So it will be going back out. But yeah, yeah it gotta, took two weeks to come it took back. two months. I was like, geez, it was going to Gainesville. <laughs> Not Dead Horse, Alaska. All right, well, Cody McKeever, um, you, haven't, you haven't gotten the proper credit. Um, your package made it here quite some time ago. <laughs> um, it just, in, just didn't make it here. It, well, it, it's just been getting shuffled around. Um, the Taylor Park here. So uh, I kind of dig what he did here. This is this is next level. Inside the envelope, there are three separate Ziploc bags, each with copious stickers <laughs> and a koozie. Nice. So I guess the way we're going to do it is I'm going to hold up all four bags. Okay. Texas. Carl <laughs> is going to pick. Is is going to just have a roll, roll, please. Is just going to have to take what he gets, I suppose. So I'm holding it so that I can see at least the top sticker. Okay. Um, and, and there's all different. Like, yeah. Each one's different. So... Mark, you go first. It, oh, I'll, I'll go say first because I'm, I'm looking at a or a loser. I'm looking at a silhouette that a I really love. All right, there you go. Okay, Ben. Uh, I'm seeing blue here. Okay, so we're going with that. <laughs> and I'm gonna go with this because I like the fact yeah. that that sticker's huge. And then <laughs> Carl dur- that during one. my private time, I'll go through both of these <laughs> and make sure Carl gets <laughs> what he gets. <laughs> Something. Sweet. But, uh, yeah. Yeah, man. Rocking, rocking mailboat delivery. Absolutely. I have this one already. If you find something you don't want, I'll trade you. I don't know. Oh, it's almost. It's almost like get uh, to the hopper. Get to oh, the hopper. See this one there. Oh, nice. That was meant. See, I yeah, picked a good one. I like it. Warriors on the fly. Awesome. This one though. Oh, that's no, that killer. So <laughs> be. I I was going for the trout, the brown I know, trout. I know what you went for. <laughs> it's okay. I'm grateful. 
not as grateful. Oh, you got grateful. a Bucky's. Dude, get to the hopper. Uh, this is, is pretty bad. That's pretty badass. <laughs> I'm, I'm pretty pleased with it. And then this one's pretty cool. Yeah, it is. That uh, that's a killer trout. It's a killer trout. And then you, know, I love me some more of his stuff. Oh, you got Kid Rock with a bass. <laughs> America, <laughs> America. Have you ever Thank been to it. a Bucky's? No, I have not. Do you have Did one? you know there's a new one coming? There is. There's one yeah. in Jacksonville now. Well, there's one coming to uh, LPGA Boulevard. Which is great yeah. because that's where I get off at work every right. day. Beaver Nuggets. Okay. I'm yeah. down. You, I, I'm there. <laughs> it's just chicken nuggets, but okay. they call it, yeah. Okay. Ted Nuggets. <laughs> <laughs> we have a pretty hefty, like hefty as in weight. Pretty mm-hmm. heavy yeah. box from Leslin. Nice. All the way from? It's got to be from. It's got Missoula, Missoula, I guess. From the Missoula. We get the old case pocket knife out here and get her cut open. And those are great knives. If you don't have one, you owe it to yourself to. Really? Case? Case. So. Here's a funny story. So when I went to the concert mm-hmm. in Knoxville, show up, I've got a can of dip in a pocket, I got my wallet, and I got my case pocket knife. And as we're walking up, they're wanding everyone. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, Are you fucking kidding me? Like I'm not I'm not gonna like give up my pocket knife no, to be able to go to this this show. So they're like first person that you come to like empty your pockets empty your pockets and step forward so basically i had my phone in my hand took it out you know i've got my phone in my right hand and i reach in my pocket and that's when i'm like shit i got a knife so i put my knife in my hand and put my <laughs> wallet on top of it nice and then i'm holding my phone and i step up to the guy with the metal detecting wand he's like get are your pockets empty I said everything except, and I, with my phone, I said, I got a can of dip in my, my shirt pocket. He's, and he, like, pats it, and he goes, yep, that's a can of dip. <laughs> he goes, yeah, you're good. And he, like, wands me. And, like, my hand, go right in, put my knife back in my pocket. And I'm thinking to myself, what an absolute sham for security. Oh, I, it is. I get away with it by saying, I've had back surgery. I have hardware in my back. <laughs> I, uh... <laughs> I'm like, not as uh, I'm not as honest as you. I don't tell them I have hardware. I wear a big freaking belt buckle, and I put whatever I'm carrying behind that belt buckle. When they right. watch you, they're like, he's either had his junk replaced, <laughs> or he's wearing a belt buckle. <laughs> Talk about a ride. First out of the box from Leslin <laughs> is a Deadwood Budweiser event series. Carl. It's, I was going to say, it's got... <laughs> All right, set that down at Carl's Lonely Station. The Bud Heavy. Oh, here we go. We have a note addressed to my favorite humans that have a podcast. Oh, cool. You hear, <laughs> Dude, that very, very nice um, stationery. Hi, y'all. This beer is super yummy, and I hope you enjoy it oh so much. The little fish are from outside of Cody, Wyoming. They are for good luck. And peace of mind and safe travels. I just couldn't resist. Did she send Take beta care. fish in here? This is <laughs> <Beta> awesome. Beta fish. <laughs> <laughs> All right. 
Oh, this is this is simply for Ben. Oh yes. Oh. Oh no. And now the question is, <laughs> is it what's in the envelope that's for Ben, or the fact that it has her return address, so that you can send a thank you <laughs> card? I'll send a thank you card. Oh, here's the little fish. These oh, are cool. Our little good luck charms. They're very cool. <laughs> so that must have been from her travels. It's going out west. It's, yes. Cody to Mon- it's or Missoula. And loan sticker. That's <laughs> <laughs> uh, a jackalope. It's a jackalope. And what does it say? Nature makes me horny. <laughs> you got it, people. You heard me say it live on radio. That's not. You're not listening to it live, but I sure as heck am. This sticker has... It'll go. Uh, you. This has got to go on your whip, too. <laughs> Keep Missoula weird. I like it. Loose caboose. Jeez Louise. I like that it's like ripped. The Lost Cabin <laughs> Beer Company koozie. Oh, that's cool. Support local beer. Leslin, can we eat these fish? They don't look edible, but... I'm... It's not a sweet tart. WTF. Where's the fish? <laughs> sticker? <laughs> Little Yellowstone sticker action. This one looks defective like me, so I'm going to take that one. <laughs> oh, this one's cool. I got 99 problems, but a fish ain't one. Oh. If it's trout fishing, it's one of my problems. <laughs> and then here is the beverages. We will ice these down for our next bum, 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 gathering. Ooh, like Johnny Cash. All black. Ooh. Ooh, I like it. Public land owner, pale ale. Very cool. Interesting. Yeah. Backcountry hunters and anglers. I like huh. it. That's I like cool. it. We are for the public land. And, and one public more sticker water. floating around in here. Remember? There are babes in the woods. That goes on the car for sure. <laughs> oh, yes. Right next to your horny sticker. Yeah, it's going to cover up some words. <laughs> no, I'll probably leave that one open. So in the event that anyone cool. is thinking of uh, putting together a package and addressing it to the mail Take barge, notes. do yourself a favor. Contact Leslin because she can pack a box <laughs> yeah if you're sending beer like get help the beer the beer was inside a sealed plastic bag i'm talking case. to you jack scott yeah, exactly <laughs> but well, thank you for the beer though hers always comes very well put together yeah all right now this box is huge never oh, a busted I can boxes oh my god Sweet. i like Lord. big boxes i cannot lie <laughs> all right this is from Tanner Way, all the way from Washington State. I love Washington State. With the exception of uh, Jimmy sending us stuff from Alaska. Yeah. This, this is out there. This is out there. Well, you know, we have had a couple of Australian packages. We have. And I, so, fun story. I haven't made it happen yet because it's like the water. Every time I fish it, the water's kind of dirty and it's, it's just tan. But I've been fishing with that shrimp fly that he sent in from Australia trying to catch a redfish mm-hmm. on it. Oh, that'd be cool. All right. I'm terrified of losing it. This has definitely <laughs> probably got the record for the furthest away in the lower 48. Okay, we can roll with that. All right, let me do this so that I'm not cutting towards myself. Smart. I do like Washington, though. 
Been it's got those places times. you wish were in Oregon, but it's pretty cool. <laughs> <laughs> I actually, I, I really like Washington. Oh, let's see here. That looks like it's repurposed. It is repurposed. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> That's how you kick plastic. That's right. <laughs> oh, we have a oh, bag of snap. pretty awesome mm. flies. You guys were talking about, look at those little teeny tiny bait fish patterns. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> They're adorable. But a ton of stickers. That will move water. That's a hunk and of the foam. Heavens. All right. Wow. Unfortunately, um, but <laughs> Carl's not here to appreciate this. But, but <laughs> at, the, at the very top of the note, parenthetical. That's right. Handwritten, Carl. To the Taylor Park crew, I hope you enjoy the beverages. And sorry about the wrapping. I just wanted to show some appreciation for all the work you guys do for us anglers scattered across the land and keeping us connected and grounded to the real fly fishing world, etc., etc., etc. I'm not going to read the whole thing. I'm going to pass yeah. around so you guys can read it. Super awesome. Oh, wow. <laughs> Holy smokes. Yeah. We got New some, standard. We got some beer, boys. <laughs> My God. Lord. Individually wrapped. <laughs> a Blondale. Methow Blonde. I'm probably, it's from Old School Brewery. Blonde Ale. That looks delicious. Mm. This one's got booby eyes. Booby. Some more of the blonde ale. All of these are 16 ounces. Too. Oh yes! Wow. Oh my gosh! Yeah, I've been reading a note. I didn't even look at these. Yeah, it's it's a whole this slew a, of these. This is awesome. We're gonna this get is the good good. Yeah, we're gonna get we're gonna get a little lit with these. <laughs> There's another little shrimp for you. All right. Well, I'm gonna oh, yeah. we'll, we'll unpack the rest of them. <laughs> His note's pretty good. I like it. Yeah. Well, uh, that was a heck of a visit from the mail barge. Yeah. Thanks, Mailman Barry. <laughs> I want to go through these stickers real quick. Yeah. <laughs> Do a little swap shopping if you want. Oh, yeah. Let's see. <laughs> the North 40 Fly <laughs> Shop. Uh, Quite a few there from the North 40. Okanogan, Washington. It's like a, it's this like Okinawa with less Japanese people. <laughs> <laughs> wow. I'm not being racist. I'm just <laughs> saying. Awesome. Great stickers, too. These, I think these are getting used on Tuesday. Yeah. Yeah, those would be beautiful. <laughs> Take those with you. I just want to know where you get that phone. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a flip-flop sole. Yeah. <laughs> That's a ain't fucking around. No, I can. Ben, how many of those are you going to put in your pocket? You're supposed to share. I haven't put any of them in my pocket. I'm trying to sort them. 
But you put the put, take both. Okay. At least one of those. I'll be honest with you. I want at least one of those teeny tiny bait fish. I love fishing like super small little tiny flies like that. Go check that one out. It's got the. I feel like I'm trout fishing. <gasps> oh. oh, a little stinger uh-huh. action. I like that. Sexy. It's for the steelhead. <laughs> These are cool. Good, good. Oh, good. Poppers. I like the paint job. Poppers. Yeah, that popper. yeah. yeah. I was looking at that one. Yeah. Dude, that one's mm-hmm. tight. I'm. I'm gonna go ahead and. Abscond with oh, it's been pre-fished. Oh, that's even cooler. Sweet, I love stuff like that. All right, well, uh, absent of uh, us continuing to sort through all the loot that we got, <laughs> uh, anybody have anything else that we want to cover before we wrap it up? Um, if you're gonna say kick plastic, don't wrap your gift basket in a reusable plastic like an and a just cellophane wrapper. That's all. <laughs> Just simple math. It's, we can reuse these sandwich bags. If you've ever wanted to look just like an absolute freaking moron, that's how it's done. I'm not pointing fingers. You know who you are. <laughs> <laughs> um, if this gets published tonight or tomorrow, I will be in Charleston probably around 2. It will be a quick turn and burn, but I'm thinking a little home team action. Yeah. So if anybody listens so to this, so what, what part of uh, what part of town are you delivering to? Well, I'm delivering to James Island, but I will. Okay, so I will. Turn I would in. say you know probably the home team in West Ashley. West Ashley. Like yeah, because I want to go. I want to go there. I want to. I've been to the West Ashley one before. Go there, and then I got to swing through. I don't have to, but I'm going to the Yeti store and grab. I've got two silver Paul Puckett cups and one tan. I want to get a second tan one to kind of round out the the cup collection. And and you should be total fanboy on the way out of town. You should stop by the shop and have them autograph it for you. I don't think they're open on Sundays. Oh, just oh, tomorrow Sunday, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'll just I'll just text him. <laughs> I mean, I'll have his number, but I'll, I'll Instagram him and be like, <laughs> maybe he'll see it. Yeah. <laughs> Pro tip: Just just tell them that you're looking for uh, some uh, football advice and that you need to see Willie Nelson. And okay, your shoe in. I like it. You are a dog guy. All right. Well, um, I think that uh, we've pretty much this has been a fun one. Beat all the dead horses that we've had corralled. Yeah. And uh, thanks everybody that has uh, shared in the joy by sending us a, a little bit of uh, swag from your corner of the world. Mm-hmm. We appreciate it. Um, I'm guessing that uh, we'll probably do a pretty quick turnaround and uh, look towards doing another show yeah. next week when Andrew's in town. I mean, it'd be like a little OG cast. That's, yeah. Uh, if Carl's out of jail by the time we get uh, ready to record next week, we'll include him in the festivities. And uh, as always, we appreciate you guys listening. Yes, thank you. Um, even more so, if uh, you can take the time to write a review on yeah, iTunes, that cool. will really help us out, do us a solid. Until the next time, this has been episode number 36. 
Taylor Trash Fly Fishing. We will catch you guys the next time. Good night. If you're still listening, there's a good reason for it. This is a public service announcement bulletin from Taylor Trash Fly Fishing. For those of you that have not heard, there is a race of female aliens that have been coming and abducting men with huge penises. Now, most of you have nothing to worry about, so don't be alarmed. But I would have to tell you something. This fucking spaceship is awesome.